Welcome to another episode of the Dakota Resource Council podcast here on the lovely Friday, February 26, 2021, where it should be hanging around 50 degrees, at least in Bismarck anyway, and that makes Sean happy. Even though I have Norwegian blood in me, I don't think I'd complain about a pool in a house in Arizona right now, but uh, this is good. I'll take this weather. Uh, let's hope that there's no blizzards out there in the calving season. I know some folks out there are calving and uh, hopefully looking forward to a nice spring coming in as a lamb, right? I mean, the last time I heard coming in as a lamb or a lion was first grade, but uh, I also grew up in southwest North Dakota where we didn't get much moisture anyway. But we are at the point where our state legislature is at crossover. So that means that the House bills go to the Senate, the Senate bills go to the House, and we get to have fun all over again. So hopefully you're listening to this podcast with your uh, DRC email, which would be the legislative update. You can skim through that and uh, we'll get right back to it here in another week or two and see where some of these bills that are good, some are bad, we'll let you know what's going on. And uh, we also have a legislative training that is coming up on March 2nd. That is Tuesday, 7 o'clock Central Time, 6 o'clock Mountain. It's Zoom. You just jump online. Uh, We'll show you how to take a look at bills. We'll also give you a quick legislative rundown on what bills those are. And you can track them yourself if you're sitting around wondering one day and you don't want to wait till Friday or Saturday for a legislative update. So we'll have that for you. Uh, You can sign up. We sent you an email, but if you did not get an email, please call the DRC office, 701-224-8587. And uh, it's for members only. So if your membership has lapsed uh, in this email as well, you can renew your membership. There should be a button at the bottom. If not, you can go to drcinfo.org and click be a member. And there's a renew button. So just be a member again. If it lapsed, it's okay. Things happen. Life happens. You might forget a month or two. Just sign up again. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, give an update on the legislative session. And if you'd like to testify at one of the bills, let us know. We can walk you through that. Uh, we're here to help you through the entire process. That's what we're here for. So please do that. And we have got a special guest here today, a DRC member. So let's get to it. On the phone line today is Sonia Kay, a DRC member who is running for the Cass County Electric Cooperative Board of Directors. Sonia, it's so great to have you on the podcast today. Uh, Before we get into uh, your running for the board, your election, could you tell the DRC members just a little something about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I live in South Fargo with uh, my husband. I have three um, adult children. Two of them are going to NDSU, and one is an elementary teacher in Halliday, North Dakota, Oh, wow. Uh, That's out by Beulah. Yes. Yep. I'm familiar. Yeah. Last time we talked, uh, we talked about our shared Norwegian heritage. Yes. I was going to tell you about my grandfather. My grandfather is actually 100% Norwegian, or he was. He's He's, he's long past. But. Mine too. That's awesome. Oh, you are too? Yes. My That's my, awesome. my grandfather came uh, straight from Norway with his father. He was uh, 16 when he came over. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I think my grandfather was born in the United States, but both parents were, were Norwegian. The other fun fact about my grandfather is that he, from what I'm 
told, I haven't confirmed this, but I was told that he served on the board of his electric cooperative. So we got a long you know, history of this. Yeah. So that would have been, um, I believe it must have been North Central Cooperative because he was a farmer near Service, North Dakota, which is near Botno. Okay. All right. Yeah, mine, mine, uh, my great-grandfather and uh, grandfather uh, came to southwest North Dakota, got their plot of land, lived in a grain bin, and, and uh, raised cattle right there on the South Dakota-North Dakota border Uh way down in uh, southwest North Dakota. So uh, as a kid growing up, I always said my feet were hanging over in South Dakota and my head was in North Dakota and we didn't know which taxes to pay, South Dakota or North Dakota. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's great to hear those stories and, and your grandfather uh, being part of the board. And here you are uh, running for the uh, Cass County Electric Cooperative Board of Directors. So so why why are you running for the board? Just to let people know, why is it important that you're running? I have a short answer for that and a long answer for that. Uh, my short answer is I am running to hold my cooperatives, and that's plural, cooperatives accountable to their mission of keeping electricity the best energy value in the region. Um, and I think plural because, um, so I'm a member of Cass County Electric, and I'm running to keep them accountable. But Cass County Electric Cooperative is uh, gets, gets their electricity supplied from Mincota, and Mincota is a cooperative made up of Cass County Electric and 10 other distribution cooperatives. Okay. So I think of them as, I, kind of, I belong to both cooperatives, I, I would say. And, you know, as far as value, that can be interpreted different ways, but what I mean by value would be definitely the cost, the cost of electricity, and it would also be the footprint that the electricity has on the earth, but also there's a third one that maybe people don't think about, and that is the characteristics of the type of the genera- generation resources okay. that we have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- this is exciting. When is the uh, election for, for this? And uh, The election will be in June. Okay, gotcha. June 24th, I believe. Um, But voting starts before the election. You have the option of voting by mail. Okay. And that usually happens, I want to say, like two to four weeks ahead of the annual meeting, which is June 24th. Well, that's fantastic. So our members that have uh, Cass County Electric Cooperative and I'm guessing Mincota can also vote since you're tied together, or is this just Cass County? This would just be the members of Cass County okay, Electric. Gotcha. So if you have Cass County Electric, and, and this is just a member vote, so if you have power from them, you can vote? That is correct. All right. So everyone, yes. just watch your mail. Remember the name Sonia, S-O-N-J-A, mm-hmm. last name K, K-A-Y-E. I would vote for you. You sound completely nice and we need more of that especially in you know elections where people vote for others so are there any other reasons of, of why you're uh, serve, wanting to serve on the Cass County Electric uh, Cooperative Board of Directors Sonia? Yeah absolutely so that's uh, my longer answer is that it's part of this energy journey which I have been on for the last few years and all roads lead to Rome as they say there's been lots of roads 
it's the values I hold. It's the fabric of my personality, my DNA. It's the people who have come into my life. It's the failures I face. It's opportunities that have been presented to me. And it's curiosity to learn the details about my cooperative. Um, in sum, it's all the experiences that I've had. And to tell you a little bit about my journey, we have to go back a few years. In 2016, I bought a used Nissan Leaf. And the members of a local group here called CLEAN, which is, stands for Citizens Local Energy Action Network, members of CLEAN and I decided that we would go to our cooperative. Cass County Electric and talk to them about the benefit of using electric vehicles and how that scales to the wider community. So that meeting turned out to be a success, I guess, because they started adding electric vehicles to their fleet. They started promoting electric vehicles. What we didn't expect though, was they advertised their electric vehicles as being powered by clean coal. Oh, really? Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And their their vehicles were sponsored by the Lignite Council, oh. which kind of added, added a twist that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And then I had a second meeting with them two years later in summer of 2018, my husband and I decided to install solar panels on our roof. And again, some members of CLEAN, my husband and myself, we, we met with some of the CEOs at Cass County Electric to discuss the possibility of them offering a better rate for our excess solar production. And, you know, a better rate really makes a world of difference in the number of years it takes to, to recoup the cost of the investment. So, you know, we want to encourage solar installations, and we thought, well, maybe we could do this by nudging them a little bit, giving us a better rate. Well, we learned a lot from that meeting. They, they told us some reasons why they have, they have settled on the rate that they have. Um, it's, a, it's a net billing situation, so they pay us what I think would be the avoided cost of energy, kind of like a wholesale rate mm-hmm. for anything we put on the grid, which is lower than the retail rate, which they charge us for our electricity. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that made that made sense to me to find out why they're not doing this. But then what I didn't expect was their sales pitch on Project Tundra. I mean, if, if folks aren't uh, aware of Project Tundra, can you describe that a little bit? Project Tundra is, is their the name of their project to add carbon capture utilization storage to one of their coal fire plants, the Milton Young Number 2 coal plant. Uh, so what it is is a way to remove the carbon dioxide from the process of burning coal. It's, it's a pollution abatement mm-hmm. program. Uh, they, they realize that the way we're headed with with national policies, they're they're going to have to do something about the carbon that they emit into the air. So they're advertising this as a great answer to cleaning up coal and keeping it a viable option for many 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 years to come. Well, with Project Tundra, I mean, is it feasible at all, or I, because you know the so I'm really concerned about Project Tundra. Um, I don't think 
and many experts don't think it's viable at all. I believe it to be a very unwise business decision. It's, it's extremely expensive. And it doesn't actually add to the capacity of electricity we have. Um, like I mentioned earlier, it's, it's just pollution abatement. That's, that's all it does. In fact, not only does it not add to the capacity of electricity that we have, but it, it uses up more electricity. Mm-hmm. So it's an anti-conservation measure, basically. There have been other models of this sort of thing. Um, there's a plant down in Texas called Petronova, and that one has been mothballed indefinitely. Now, that one's a little bit different because they use their carbon dioxide for enhanced oil recovery. But uh, up here, we're planning to use it for just just to store it underground. So, I mean, it's still there. The carbon dioxide, the pollution's still there. We're just relocating it to a source uh, far, far under the surface of the earth. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you definitely know your stuff. And I, I feel good about having you on the board. And uh, that election is coming up in June, and all members of the co-op just, uh, you know, pay attention to that. And what I really liked about it is that, I mean, you're running for board of directors uh, of your co-op, but you certainly got involved when you weren't board of directors and, and making some noise. And, and can you let people know how important it is to, to get involved into their co-op and let them know that they do have a say and, uh, and a right to give their opinion on what they want to see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a cooperative, they, they respond to their members. Uh, cooperatives have one of the best business models ever. They're, they're governed by their member owners, um, with the exception of, you know, siting and permitting, which is done by the PSC. The cooperative is run not by stockholders like it would be in an investor-owned situation. So, so therefore, there are incentives to provide the lowest cost of electricity and then also the profits, or what you would call a profit, would go back into the capital investments of the cooperative, or they would go back to the member in, in, in the form of a capital credit is what they call it. So, so cooperative members, people using electricity, they're the ones running the show. If you don't like what your cooperative is doing, you really need to speak up and Run for board. If you if you can't run for board, definitely support a candidate that aligns with your vision. Well, I'll definitely check in with my friends out there and um, see uh, what they're running off. I've got a few in your area, so i got to make sure they're on a Cass County co-op, and uh, I'm definitely going to pass your name along. And I, I urge other members, uh, DRC members, uh, to pass Sonia's name along, even if you live in Dunn County and you know someone that lives in Fargo that runs off Cass County uh, Co-op Electricity, just uh, share Sonia's name because uh, you, you're very intelligent, you know your stuff, and it'd be great to have you on the board of directors. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, and uh, I think we should have you on again. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I would love to come back. All right. Well, thank you so much, and have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. And that'll do it for your Dakota Resource Council podcast for this week. You can catch us next time for more legislative updates, member interviews, and, you know, just me talking away. Well, I shouldn't say that because then you won't listen next time. All right, we'll let you go. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone.